Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 264 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me, as always, is Carlos. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Shut that off too soon? No, I forgot to fade it down far enough, and it was my bad. So it just sounded like I was abruptly like, oh yeah, Carlos can talk now. Uh, (laughs) 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 And Brian. What up? (laughs) And Gordon. How's it going? All right. At yeah, least I'm right. not like, oh, as always, is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, always with you, like I'm your little monkey. Don't make fun of Carlos. Carlos is like not He's little. He's a good little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Gacy, can you turn me down a little bit? It was are good there, during mic tests, and then all of a sudden I'm at Pete level. Are there any listeners out there that don't know Carlos's real name, do you yeah. think? There probably are. Like all of them or just no, it's no, no, a, uh, a few? It's a story I tell sometimes, Oh, okay. but it's not an exciting story. No, so so actually we, we've, we've had this conversation uh, before off, off mic where the character of Carlos is somehow different than the actual Carlos. Oh, okay. And for anybody who meets me and says otherwise, I call it method acting. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. Carlos is really into fight scenes, so he will fight you. Uh, yeah. What are you doing? Oh, oh, it's uh, the cord. The, uh, it keeps cutting in and out of my... Uh, oh, shit. I'm going uh, to cut headphones. it out totally and just for just a second right. here. <laughs> is that, I wonder Make if that's sure the nice set of headphones that, that we maybe swapped. You weren't supposed to tell him that. Well, I wasn't gonna, but no, no it's. I'm just going to switch uh, headphones completely right now. Are they just cutting in and out, or... All right, anyway, they're cutting out. You fit. You figure that. You figure that out. And before uh, we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically up? our black belt patron Andy Thompson. Andy Thompson. If you would like to be as awesome as him, oh yeah, Pete was sitting there. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, <laughs> so wait, they're so super low then. Yep, yeah. super low. Yeah, so uh, if you would like to be as awesome as Andy, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Uh, or if you're going to do Amazon shopping, head over to amazon.com slash studio or head over to blindestudios.com. Click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal. We get, a, we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It really helps us out. Sorry about that flub there. We've been recording Hungry Bound all afternoon. And we also went and had some delicious lunch. Uh-huh. Well, we had some lunch uh, and at uh, Main Streeters here. Pizza Jabba It was pretty good, pretty good. Carlos, man, now that your headphones are okay, are they okay? Uh, can you turn them down a little bit more? <laughs> turn them shits down. How, how's that, bud? Uh, that's much better. Okay, that's all right. All right. Uh, what have you been up to lately? Well, uh, it just started uh, last time we recorded because we did not record last weekend. We did not. I was in La La Land. Yeah. So it was, uh, so uh, Games Done Quick had just started the charity speedrunning marathon uh, of just the video game speed played as fast as possible for an entire week, 24 hours a day. And uh, it wrapped up last Sunday morning and they hit two, I think it was like $2.5 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I believe it was a new record. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of bummed that I missed most of it. Yeah. Well, luckily, uh, if anybody's interested in trying to catch a couple games, uh, it's all up on YouTube. Uh, one of my favorite blocks was the awful game block, where they just play awful games fast. I love the awful game block. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the games in the awful game block this year was Star Wars Episode One. That was fun. Well, I thought you said it was the awful game block, not the awful movie block. Well, <laughs> apparently there was a game. Misa Jaja Casey. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and they did not meet the incentive to include Jar Jar, so they did a bunch of Jar Jar Binks skips. Just skipping Jar Jar Binks? But they so they come, made the movie they better. They could skip it completely, but they there was uh, they had a couple skips to avoid uh, Jar Jar Binks. That's awesome. Anybody else see the... It's, it's in the canon comic books, but Jar Jar Binks is shown with a lightsaber. What? Yeah, but he couldn't use it very well. That's my understanding. I, either way, he almost uh, took his own limbs off the, several the, times. So the the canon the canon uh, for Jar Jar Banks is he ends up being like a homeless performer on Naboo. Good. Okay. Sure. No, that's like in in the, in the new canon. <laughs> I, false canon, but sure. No, God damn it, Gordon, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> damn, damn, they're at opposite ends of the table, so it's probably... They were also at opposite ends of the issue. Probably good. Yeah. Uh, this is a partisan uh, issue. But yeah, I mean, you can be right or you can be Casey. <laughs> no. You can have your mic on, or you can be Gordon. <laughs> I can yell up. I'll just yell towards Brian's. <laughs> Don't put me in the no. middle of this, man. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> All right, Carlos, sorry. Continue. Uh, yeah, but like besides uh, Games on Quick, uh, not a whole lot else. Uh, my classes start up again tomorrow, so that Ooh. means I got to go to an actual class. Does because... that mean you're actually going to leave the house? Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I mean, that is terrible. That's horrible. Why would you want to do that? And uh, actually, uh, today, I was like looking over my schedule. And I saw that I had uh, two classes that had the same time on the same day. It was like, oh, no, I can't be at two places at once. I started panicking. Wait, you can't? No, I can't. They didn't issue a time turner? Carlos. And, like, these were both classes I needed to take. And, like, you can't really. I could change classes around, but there have to be openings. But then I saw that, oh, uh, one of the classes was for the first half of the semester and the other ones were for the second half. It's like, oh, thank God. I so I like not not to completely derail your your class discussion, but are there limits on how far back you can turn a time turner? Yes, there are. They could only go back a certain number of hours. No, no, they only went back a certain number of hours. They 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 never said they could only go back that far. I'm pretty sure there were uh, there was a specific. No, limit. no, because uh, Hermione would go back an hour at a time, but then uh, it, Dumbledore was like, oh. Six turns ought to do it, and they went back six hours. So, if is it just an hour per turn? I think that it's like less than twenty four hours is the maximum you could go back. Is it? Yeah. I I I mean I I don't know I. Of course, I, just, I don't remember reading. This that. is just me. Like, is that just conjecture vaguely, or just making something this up? This is just vague memories that I have. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I can't say for sure one way or another. Because I'm, I'm sorry, I would just live a month. And then rewind back a month. Be like, oh, shit, this is all the things I shouldn't have done. I really messed up. I really fucked this month Yeah, up. except apparently with time travel, you can't change the future. 
Uh, yeah, you can. Not in uh, Harry Potter. They well, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a closed loop. Yeah, it's a closed loop. Yeah, so everything that happened, but they changed their personal. Uh, but they don't really go into what happens if you specifically try to break the loop. Yeah, no, they actually didn't try to break the loop. They just went along with the loop. Yeah. They knew better. They didn't know better. No, they were children. They were children. But they just they, weren't very okay. creative. Well, fair enough. <laughs> they were children who didn't have muggle sci-fi. Oh. Let's be honest. Hermione was the only one in that group that knew what the fuck she was doing. She didn't know what she was doing. She knew better than everybody else. She just else. knew the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and the rules are important, Casey. Which, I mean, puts your leagues ahead of Ron and Harry. What if they, Casey, if they didn't have well, the rules. Well, they're just thinking with their dicks. They might get time. killed or worse. <laughs> Expelled. <laughs> All right. Well, that's thank, thank you, Sorcerer Stone. Uh, Brian, what have you been up to, man? Since the last episode, it's been two weeks. What have you been up Listen, to? Listen, man? man, I was on the last episode. Yeah, I know. That's why I said two weeks. Yeah. So I I went back because when we got done going around the table last time, because there were a bunch of people here last time, right? Oh yeah, we did have a full table. Yeah, it was a full table. Did I forget you? Dude, you forgot me last time. No, I didn't. You did. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. I apologize. And I, I went back. Did, 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 you, did you have a big thing where you talked, like, for a bit, and then I just assumed that... I always talk a lot. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. So may, maybe it was... Because we, we had also done two episodes of Humber Bound before, yeah. and so we were also kind of lit. Yeah, and so. yeah. So, so I'll, I'll let it go, but yeah. I, I'm so sorry, man. Would you like to go twice? Nope. No, I wouldn't. In fact, I might just skip it all together this time, too. Fuck you guys. Uh, no, you can't, you can't make it a thing. <laughs> no, so I remember sitting there at the end of it before we moved on, and I remember being like, I think Casey skipped me, but I don't want to say anything. Because most Cause of the you time, weren't sure? I wasn't sure. It, <laughs> and by the time we get to this show, most of the time, I'm not sure what's going on at all. Which I think really kind of makes this show a lot more fun anyway. So I didn't say a word. So here we are. What, well, man, do you have just, something you want to ask me? I just want to know what's going on in your life, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I sorry I did not get the lowdown last episode. I, don't think I truly apologize. I probably had nothing cool you, to you say. You had a lot of cool things to say. You have the Sierra Nevada beer that you guys did. Uh, yep. You, uh, it was the first show after the holidays. You had just gone mm-hmm. on a, or you had tried to go on a vacation with your woman and didn't failed. Oh, we that. both got sick. Oh, did not go anywhere. Yeah, That's that also question. sounds like a really good vacation, though. Was, I mean, yeah, besides the sick part. I mean, it, you know, it was, it was a like staycation, if you will. It's yeah, my favorite type like, of vacation. I woke up Thursday and I was miserable, so we canceled everything, saved money. And then now we're going to book a trip to Amsterdam instead. That sounds so way that's better. cool. Dude, tickets to Amsterdam are so fucking cheap right now. It's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, there's some, some good some good packages. And I don't know. I think our initial thing was to check out trying to go to Ice, Iceland. But then we were like, wait, there's... It's about the same price now. It's about the same price. And there's a lot more like history involved in Amsterdam. And the first time I went to Amsterdam, I didn't do shit except for a bunch of drugs. And yeah. so now it's like, okay, let's go and... Do drugs and see history. Do drugs and see history. <laughs> so there's a band I like called Wind Hand that's playing in Harlem, H-A-A-R-L-E-M, which is about 20 minutes. So is that the white version of Harlem? Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't know. Amsterdam still does blackface. I've, I've never been there. <laughs> 
I've been to Amsterdam, and we didn't. We spent the first day or so looking for the red light district, and then we realized that we were in the red light district. <laughs> Just, just to you know, show you like how I was like t- in my early twenties. I was like twenty one or twenty two. So, and I went there with a girl named Becca, Rebecca Amsterdam. So, so it was her city. Uh, that is exactly what the customs guy said when he stamped her passports. That's right. I can make dad jokes like custom agents. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we Rebecca Amsterdam of the Amsterdam Amsterdams. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what have I been up to that? And then we had the one-year anniversary for the brewery. That was pretty rad. Congrats. Um, Gordon, would you would you mind running your bill down? At- <laughs> I drank all of the Space Force. At, Wait, at define all of the Space Force. Uh, 12 pints. Jesus, fuck. And one pint of episode three because I wanted to try it. Yep. And then I realized that I wasn't going to be able to marathon on that. <clears throat> And went from there, went over to another <laughs> restaurant down the street, had a couple of bourbons. Agave. Almost got a uh, dart in the back oh, of my wait, neck. I got a text Ooh. from you this that that day, and Drunk you're text. like, and or no, maybe it was the next day, and you're it like, the next day. this is sessionable, here's all the things I drank. No, <laughs> you're not human. <laughs> we already established that, I think, though, throughout the course of the uh, episode. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, anniversary party was awesome. Uh, it it's th- those kinds of things are they wear me out. It's being on for a super long time, and then I feel like when I went up and and talked to Gordon and uh, Ben, I, I know Gordon and Ben well, but there were other people at the table, and so it it that sort of thing tends to throw me off and make. Oh, because f- here's you're like I know these people, so I don't have to be on for them. Right, but then the other people here, I have to yeah. put on. Show Brian. Yeah, so I was like, how's it going? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. And I said something weird, and I don't know. Anyway, I, oh, I was it's like... Fine. Hey. It, it, it's controlled chaos. It, it was a... Bit. Well, yeah, it was like a whole day of, like, a. it was like a fucking perpetual brewery tour. Do you remember me. anything from days like that? Because I've had it, like, um, where you're just... You're on the entire day. You're interacting with so many people, and I always just... It's a blur, and I don't really remember or recall anything. Yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. Like, it's just kind of like, you know... I. I I'll get flashes like later, like oh yeah, like this and that, and yeah, I saw Gordon and yeah, this and blah blah. But it, when people it was, remind you, yeah, only when when I'm reminded. But I think like nine thirty rolled around and Jen was like, "All right, time to go." I'm like, "All right, cool." And we left. And I hate meeting people in that situation because I never remember well, their names. I mean, I never remember their names anyway. But yeah, no, you're right. So <laughs> that and that, and I know we did two episodes of. Uh, homebrew bound today we and did we learned that we need to tackle or i learned that i need to request that we tackle more difficult topics on the second instead of the fir- like so with rick it was always we do the te- the difficult one first because we drink all the beer during the first one and then <laughs> <laughs> and with brian we have to do it the second way because he needs to like ease into like, it you know yeah, yeah, I need to like. Ease Though, to be it, fair, to, we talked for longer on the second one than we did on the first. Well, both of them were longer. Episodes yeah, we we did about an hour for each. We, we were like fifty minutes on the first one. I think we were an hour and ten on the second. Yeah, and just because we could not figure out this recipe for whatever reason, and I blame Beer Smith. Oh yeah, there was some. There was a few ingredient things issues that yeah. needed to get added, or or some shit needed to be downloaded. So. Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, uh, yeah, that was right. it. And then, Gardo. Busy weekend. 
drank myself into oblivion at Hot Barrel one year I anniversary. Don't understand. I, I, I heard that you were fine. I don't. <laughs> it's heard really, you were session yeah. slamming uh, like pints of bourbon. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it was only eight and a half percent. It's at ten percent was when I start to go. Okay. Oh, okay. we got to take this easy and. If it's 12 plus, then I know, okay, I can have one. Unless I'm at home, then I can have two. Oh, I thought anything that was uh, 10 was still sessionable for you. <laughs> I, I, we, he has said that before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your words will come back to haunt you. Yeah. We have them recorded. <laughs> I think about that often. <laughs> you do. I have first dates who Google me. Oh. I know. That's terrible. Oh, boy. I'm like, should we just end this now or... <laughs> <laughs> what is, I mean, like, what do they say then? Like, they're just like, like oh yeah. So I, uh, I stumbled upon your podcast. I'm like, shit. Oh, oh no. Usually they've only listened to like the last episode or so, and then I'm fine. If they listen to the early shit, then I'm fucked. Well, Gordon. Other than uh, that. So, <laughs> so I heard some sort of rumbling. Thanks, Carlos. Some sort you just of saved uh, your ass. No, I'm scared. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, that's unfortunate because we're all on this show. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Gordon, I heard something about like you're gonna be make, trying to make your own beer right now. Uh, no, uh, make a uh, make Casey, the recipe for yeah, it. Casey just liquored me up and told me I should write a le- recipe. I, I don't think shows. that's how it went. I thought it was your. <laughs> no, on your I, end. Went, I don't want to brew. I we, I'm way t- too lazy for that. We talked about yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, no, maybe off the air. We yeah. Talk. So yeah. so Gordon texted me out of the blue and he's like, "Hey, make this beer." I'm like, "You make that beer." No, I said, "How much does it cost to brew a beer on average?" And then I said, "I'll pay you time and materials." And I said, no, you make it. <laughs> you said then write a recipe, and I did. I'm pretty happy with it. So yep, far. and now yeah. I'm going to teach you how to and brew it. And what percent yeah. was this uh, beer going to be? It was sessionable 13.5 before going into barrel. <laughs> now, here's We just literally went over this. Classic. <laughs> I, here's something I want you to keep Classic in mind. Classic Gordon. Uh, Gordon. Is that once you start hitting that percentage, uh, that's the same percentage that you start getting with UV vodka. Just gonna put that out there. Yeah, but nobody over the age of twenty two drinks UV vodka. And you know oh, what? I they should that twenty five, or, or maybe uh-huh. un, maybe under the age of, and then over the age of. Because what is my dad's girlfriend is seventy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she drinks the blue UV. When she run out of rope, uh, UV blue is terrible. Yeah, does she, does she mix it with the uh, with the Mountain Dew? I, it's, it's some soda or other Sprite. Uh, or I used to do that all the time. Yeah. Mix it with call it a ninja turtle. What? Never call it. The the recipe is just my frustration because I go to a liquor store and there's a hundred different IPAs. Eighty of them are going to be the the um, Northeast Hazy IPA, and I'm just kind of burnt out on it. And there's and eighty five of them are six months old. Yeah. So you you just want to look for something that's actually twenty six. Thank you. Why no, haven't just, you ever agreed with me on this? <laughs> That's really we haven't I, had this conversation. I don't I mean, we haven't. <laughs> I think we've just been IP I've just been stupid. bitching about brute lately. Or that too. Maybe it's just that we bitch about brute all the time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was a cool novelty when they first started to really hit the market. Now it's like I want a stout or yeah. a porter again, please. You want anybody? You want a classic either. Sierra Nevada pale ale? Yes, Ooh. those are tasty. I like that's um, Sierra Nevada, uh, Nevada pale ale in their uh, torpedo. Or my did you have pale any pale of the uh, resilience? Yes, I did. I've had that quite a few times. I remember first time I had it was that Friday I came down. Yep. we were shooting the shit, and you oh, said yeah. you could taste caramel notes. I didn't get any. That's caramel bomb. It's super caramely. Okay, I don't taste any caramel, but. 
It's yeah. I mean, it, but I think it's, I it's need to like show you how to taste caramel because yeah. that beers. I, well, I've been learning. I mean, I listened to three years, four years of <laughs> of homebrew bound. I told you he binged the entire. Homebrew bad. Wait, wait, where are you right now? A better man oh, I, than I. I'm all caught up. I just, Justin knows water. Jesus Christ. So, there are three hosts and one producer, right? Yeah. So, no, there's three co-hosts. I'm sorry, three co-hosts, rather. Uh, or that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Three co-hosts. Who's the best co-host? I like you because, like I said, you're the Bob. And Vila. you're sitting here. No. Yeah, you know, <laughs> because hang on, hang on. Let me get a load of this on beer can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, Miles would explain things in a way that somebody that's been brewing for a while and have read enough literature, they'd understand what the fuck's going on. Rick was entertaining because he's like a child with a new toy that lights up and makes sounds. And then you come on and you and you have both of the, but you're explaining things in like three different levels. And by the time you get down to the most watered down version, it's like, oh, that makes sense. I, that's because I have a hard time understanding when people try to explain shit to me and I can't like have my the own materials to understand it in my own way. And so I've over the years tried super hard to find like the the most basic way to explain really complex brewing shit. And the only part that I had to re-listen to was the hop series. I listened I started off with that in the beginning and then case like oh you should listen back you know in order. So I went back, and by the time I got back to the hop series, it made a lot more goes, sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you yeah, know that one. It definitely helps to go in with a basis of brewing knowledge. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, so you're ready to brew your first batch then? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start somewhere, man. Yeah. You gotta like just go pick up like an extract kit from Northern Brewer or something, and <sighs> throw it. It you gotta start literally, somewhere. Literally, you can do that in, in the kitchen, and in, yeah, and not, it, and and not it takes very you an much hour. time. For a five gallon batch, or yeah, for a five gallon batch, or you could buy Mr. Beer and hit yourself. You can do. I refuse to brew one gallon of damn beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's the same time commitment either way. It's a lot of work for a six pack. Yeah, it is a lot of work for us. That was the that was my argument, but we will not dive into that. Um, Other than that, I just I found Arkham series was on sale on Xbox. Oh, uh, so Carrie Coke in the uh, chat wants to know, but does Gordon know the definition of sessionable? Uh, yeah, eight percent. No, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I did miss something, by the way. Uh, so appar- so apparently it was my birthday uh, this last week. Nope. I turned three decades. What? Yeah. I'm really? And you didn't make a big deal about this? No. Here's the best part. He thought it was Monday. It was actually Tuesday. Yeah. So, like, I was like, all right. So, I'm gonna, I got to do something. It's I, my birthday. Oh, so hold, I'm on, go. hold on. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> this isn't the most classic Carlos shit ever. It's mark this date. Put this on the anniversary show. 2019 Carlos forgets his birthday. This is like the beginning of an It's Always Sunny episode. The gang forgets their birthday. I you forgot my I birthday mean, like, a day early, though, so technically <laughs> I remembered my birthday <laughs> on the right day. I also remembered it on the wrong day. So I remembered it for two days. One of them was wrong. And we got the entire tap room to sing him happy birthday yeah. on Wednesday. Oh. And he hated it. Every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. I missed a game night, didn't I? Uh, no, no. Game night is the last Wednesday. Oh, trivia. It was trivia. trivia. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I won. Well, my team won. But Carlos won. I can't remember what the I got was. some of the answers right. I got some of the answers wrong. You got wrong. some of the answers wrong that we just had on the show. 
Yeah, I got, got the wrong one too. Oh, bro. There was one. There is one question that we had that I did know the answer to, but uh, it was the uh, color of water was the winner for that. But I only knew that one because Matt was so excited. Blue. That he knew that one. Blue, clear. <laughs> it was the shape of water. I, not I the color it was of water. one it's of those a, it's a things. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> it won, it like, won the Academy Award, did it not? Like, right? something. Yeah. No, but yeah, it won Best Motion Picture in the Oscars yeah. last year. Huh. All right. Um, so I went to L.A. That was a thing <laughs> that happened. Uh, what, what's so funny, man? I don't. It's the Carlos birthday thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Turn my mic down for a minute. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah. So I went to I went to L.A. Uh, <coughs> went to uh, or climbed the hill up to uh, MacGyver's house um, and. Uh, which is in Griffith Park, apparently. And I guess it's an observatory, not a house of mystery. Uh, and then... Like the actor who played MacGyver's house? No, or? no, MacGyver. Like, oh, there's a, is this a place called no, MacGyver's No, no, so, so they filmed the outside of, like, the place where MacGyver worked as uh, the Griffith Observatory. Oh, okay, I did not know that. Yeah, I, sorry. Uh, and then I went to uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, where a I wish Pete was here because he could tell the story about the uh, Spider Man who stepped up on him, got in an Uber with a famous actor, and then uh, who has a Netflix movie, but he was driving us, so it did okay. I uh, <laughs> 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 uh, went to uh, a few breweries, went to some bars where actors died, and yeah, I don't know, it was a good time. It was L.A. But you got in. Uh, Uber and the there was an actor that was driving you. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like. And he like brought a, it up. It sounds like. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was in a movie. So he was an extra. No, no, no. He, he was, he was, was, he was actually the lead. And you he was guys, from, you well, guys, I was in a movie. Uh, he, he's from Australia, oh. not uh, not like wherever. You guys, the, like, that's what I'm. Talking <laughs> he wasn't to. a newsie. Oh. Like. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Christian Bale. <laughs> Who's British? I learned that the other day. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, yes. He is. Christian Bale is British. Yep. When did that happen? <laughs> I guess when he was born in England? He's just that good. <laughs> After he was Batman, I guess. No. <laughs> After his parents died, they shipped him to England. <laughs> See, what you guys don't realize is that all these years, he's been method acting yep. as an American. I think I'm just going to become British. How about that? You guys, Is that cool? Okay. No? Okay. Well, I mean, he thanks Satan for his inspiration to play Cheney. It wouldn't be a far stretch. <laughs> well, and apparently, like, uh, he was telling the story on the news the other day where Donald Trump, like, he met Donald Trump once, like, years ago, like, in the middle of the Batman franchise, and Donald Trump thought he was Bruce Wayne. Oh. <laughs> like, wait. Like, like, kept talking about, like, business shit and, like... <laughs> Oh, a money mountain. <laughs> okay. Well. well, you know that line uh, between uh, fact and fiction gets a little blurry when you're on right? cocaine. Screw Any of your Australian listeners in your roommate, I'm up to moving now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's, I don't know, that's that's pretty much all I have to share. I I mean, I, I ate some gummies, smoked some weed. It was a good time. Ooh. It was, it was, it was L.A. Uh, I told my parents, my parents are going to San Diego. And I was like, yes, yeah, so you guys should probably just steal yourselves now for a bunch of skunk smell in the air. And they're like, but why? 
I don't understand. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you guys got to learn something, don't yeah, you? Yeah, San Diego's a trip. They will just deliver your ass some weed and Dude, some tacos. The the weed delivery services? <laughs> Slick. Blew my mind. Yep. How is that way a thing? Better, it's way better than standing outside the dispensary. But that said, the hotel I stayed at in San Diego, at the, at, after the first time that you stand outside and wait in line and get your name in the books and all that jazz, after that, it's like, okay, next time you don't need to stand in line, just go around the building and you co- get to go in the back. So did, did the did the San Diego ones have like armed guards and shit? Damn yeah, because like the ones I they were been, open carrying their pistols. Like, like the, the the one I went to, it, so I, I've been to one in Portland and I've been to one in Seattle, and no armed guards. Hmm. It was just like you walk in, you give them your ID, you go in, you buy marijuana, and you leave. Yeah. L <laughs> A. Like. Fucking security doors, yeah. like same. There were two dudes with guns, and it, and it, and they were official and had badges and all of that. I can't remember now if they were just security, or if they were actually like police, but it's usually it, just security. It really like added to you know the, the, the weird factor, the freakiness of it. And then you had all the the people that lived in that neighborhood driving by and like honking and pointing and laughing at you because you were standing in line because you're a tourist, right? Because you're standing in line at a fucking dispensary like a boob. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, you know you gotta yeah, you gotta jump through hoops, you know. Yeah, but it's yeah, I don't know. It, it's <laughs> what? Is, like it, is it because I said boob? <laughs> I've never heard of you. You know. said boob. No, I just I never know. heard of me. Yeah, I stood in line like a boob. Hey, if, never... if somebody's boob was hanging out, you would look. Probably you might honk. point. <laughs> All right, y'all want to try some beer? Yeah. All right. You can do that. So uh, we have a beer from Bobtown, uh, which is uh, brewed near us in Roberts, Wisconsin, and in Hudson, Wisconsin. Um, They're brewed in two. 12-ounce canned beer comes out of the Hop and Barrel facility. Yeah, I've heard that somewhere. I don't. We don't really have any inside information on that, nope. though. So uh, we're just guessing. When the hell are we going to get Katie on the show? I guess that's my my that, fault. That is that is honestly your fault because we need to have her on Humber Bound and then on DOO. Yeah, I know it's something I have no control over though, and I'm glad. <laughs> Carlos, you don't have control over anything. Not even over you show my up, own life. <laughs> you show up and you drink and say shit. Yeah, he I want to, your job. He took a nap while we were working. Yeah, yeah. how do we get his job? You can't call it work. I just got a big lecture about how it's not a job. Wait a minute. I was just say it's say. not. No, 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 no. Here I am getting put in the middle of this again. God damn it. No, no. Garden, yours is not a job. <laughs> you do one show. One. Two, technically. You do one show. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, both of them have their penises out. Oh, they're both pissing. It's a contest. What? <laughs> Shut up, Brian, and drink Sorry. your beer. Okay. <laughs> All right, no, uh, so we have in front of us, it is uh, In the Stars. It's a black IPA uh, brewed by Bobtown Brewhouse and Grill. Their burgers are phenomenal. And their wings, too. And their wings are just super They great. do, like, a burger deal on Monday, and then they do wings on... Like, Even if you Wednesday. don't show up during the deal, it's still... Oh, so good food. It's great food, good price. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a full bar, so you can bring your uh, your non-beer people, mm-hmm. which is always fun. Yeah. All right, uh, so this is a perfect blend of citrus hops and dark roasted malts, making for a highly drinkable IPA, hopped with citra and amarillo hops. 
this pairing shows that some things are just meant to be. Carlos, we're going to start with you, man. So I just had a refresh from memory because we were talking about uh, Bobtown. Is like, now I thought that Bobtown was not in Hudson. It's in Roberts. Yeah, it's I've it's in there. Bobtown. It's in, it's in Bobtown. <laughs> <laughs> they have really good wings. Yeah. Have, you, have you not been? He has. I have had their wings. Would you eat like thirty? Uh, they did not have enough sauce. Yeah, no, they were light on the sauce. We, we, we yeah. Oh, that's it's, right. Yeah, we have talked about. We've this. talked about this. Carlos is very particular with his wings. Yeah. You and he couldn't have get... ordered extra sauce, but like, the wings like were you good, did though. this afternoon. Oh, yeah, I did. That's because I was not entirely sure. He didn't know it was his first time. Okay. No, I've had them before. I just they kind of blurs all the wings I've had. Today we coined a new term. Carlogic. Carlogic. You got. You, you have to watch the Carlogic every once in a while. It's, it's incredible, you guys. It's a dangerous, slippery it rabbit makes hole. Sense. Oh, why? It was no. So, uh, Main Streeters had buy one get one half off appetizers. Yeah. Yeah. And Carlos ran the logic, the car logic. Yeah. On the wings and, and saved, saved fifty cents. Uh. I think it was twenty five cents ultimately. Uh, what? No, it should have been it either fifty or seventy five. Money was saved. Oh, it was fifty. Yeah, it's yeah. fifty cents. Money, money was saved. It would have been twenty five cents if the extra sauce, the double extra sauce, because I had extra sauce twice for both of my orders. If the second one was also half off, like well, half wait, measure. wait, but no, that, that no, that would have been seventy five cents. It would have been yeah. Oh, it would have been seventy five. No, wait, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because each extra sauce is fifty, 50 cents. cents. Yeah. We did the math. Yeah. It checks out. The car logic. It was a couple hours Carlogic. ago, guys. I can't remember that anymore. You took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new day. However, <laughs> I can say that uh, the 10 wings was for $10, and there was an order of 20 wings for $16, but with the uh, meal, with the deal going on for buy one, get one half off, that meant I could get 20 wings for $15, which saves me a dollar. Now, extra sauce, 50 cents. Now, since I was getting two orders, though, That'd be extra sauce times two. So there's a dollar right there. So I've already cut into uh, the uh, you cut the possible into much amount of money I could save. No, no, no. So, so, so you were you were even, but you would you got an extra sauce if with I the twenty. Would have actually no, Carlos. If I got two sense. extra sauces with the twenty, <laughs> no, I would have only gotten one extra sauce with the twenty because it's one order. No, 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 no. But would you have gotten two? No, I would just gotten the one. Well, then why'd the you get two with this one? I don't know, Casey. I didn't know it was the sauce on the side. Cause you could have saved a dollar. A I whole dollar. dollar. Like, because you, did you need both extra sauces? I only needed one. You could have saved a dollar. I could have. The car logic failed. This is things that, like you don't know. How about we going... talk about the beer? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're drinking a black IPA here by Bob Tambry. <laughs> Carlos, what do you think about this beer? It definitely tastes like an IPA. It's been a while, actually, since, I, since I've had a black IPA. Yeah, uh, we don't have a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just it tastes like a black IPA. I don't or, have so, wait, wait like, what, what do you, like, is it roasty? Is it yeah, I do hoppy? actually get, is it... I get a, a little roast in there, which I do like. Is it citrusy? Is it melony? Is it floral? It is not uh, citrusy. I'm not picking up any citrus in there. All right. Yeah. Brain, yeah, plenty of citrus and hops on the nose. Uh, oh, I don't know. Carlos just said I there think, was no citrus. In it. Oh, I, I just uh, meant, I might have a cold like going on, so like <laughs> flavor. Yeah, there, there. Th- in the hops there is for me anyway, and then there's roast character, and then the beer is roasty and dry. It is balanced. 
Um, I really do think uh, this kind of na- nails the the style to the wall. Do you um, do you prefer black IPA or Cascadian dark ale? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think this style is awful. Um, <laughs> it's a shit style. And, and I'm not a fan. Uh, but I, I think, like, last week, do you remember? I was like, I'm not going to rate this because it's a shit. It's a poorly made beer. Yeah. I think this is a very well-made beer. It's just not for me. And, I mean, once we'll go back around to rate, obviously, but I probably will. You'll give it a number. I'll give it a number, but it's not going to really mean much. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the numbers don't mean much. I think it was it. I mean, it's it's a perfectly executed beer. So I have, I have a lot of respect for the brewer that brewed this beer as well. So I do have inside shit on it, but anyway, right. yeah, it's okay. I don't know. I, I've had only one black IPA that I've actually liked. And what was the black IPA <clears> that you liked? Uh, Pitchfork. Because mm. it didn't have any citrus or, or you know floral aroma. Yeah, no, it. he used. Uh, I think it was. It was all like uh, cascade. Well, he only used his whole cone. Yeah, it was yeah. all whole cone. So, but I mean, and it had that hot shit. bite with the night, so it was like refreshing IPA. But then you got a little bit of malt on the backside, where this went right out the gate. It was just nothing but citrus and weird burnt on the back. Now, as I continue to drink it, there's a lot of roast and the citrus. This seemed to kind of die altogether. I don't know. It's just. It's like an identity crisis going on. Sounds about right. Um, uh, I, so I tried this, like, full disclosure, I tried this beer before the show, which doesn't always happen. Um, Bobtown was at uh, Divine, and they were uh, doing the tastings. This was the one beer that they had that I hadn't tried, and I liked it, and I figured I'd throw this on. I'm not the biggest fan of the Black IPA style. I don't think roast and hops goes super well together. It's not. Yeah, like, no. And if it if you're going to do roast and hops, I like the English style where you're doing some earthy um, and floral stuff with the with the roastiness and you get more of like a portery feel like a very like hot porter. Um, but this works. I mean, it's a solid beer. I'm not mad at it. I will drink my can. And I will be happy about it. And then I'm going to go to see Nevada Pale Hill again. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really yeah. like this beer. It's good. It's well made. Yeah, that, Honestly, that that's all that really matters. And then beyond that, there's subjectivity. It's it's all subjectivity. Yeah. And that's... I'm with Brian on that. It's it's just Well, and we've been, trying, we've been trying to push the subjectivity of beer with Department of Defense for the longest time. Like, we, we, do, a, we do a 10-point rating because people want a rating. But... We have people who will give a very well-made beer uh, a one because they don't like a sour. Or, yeah, no, it's <laughs> like, it is what it is. Or they'll give it a shitty rating because they don't like high-hopped IPAs. So it's all subjective, and that's what beer is. It's it's a beverage that you like what you like, you don't what you don't. All right, Spe- and speaking of that, Carlos, give me a number. Uh, You know, it's okay. Uh. Uh, I I do have to say it's not my favorite type of IPA. Uh, I'll give it a six and a half. Ooh, six and a half. Brain? I feel like every time I'm like, you know, oh, this is a good beer uh, or a well-made beer, but it's not for me. That I just kind of like roll into like a six and a half, seven. So yeah. uh, somewhere around there. So what what is a beer that you would give just for? A 10? Yeah. Or like a 10. All right. That makes sense. 
He doesn't like Belgians. Me? Kind of, kind of like defies the. <coughs> Who doesn't I mean, like Belgians? I think he's pointing at you, dude. Yeah, no, I Gordon. do like Belgians. I'm the one that razzed you because you used to say that you didn't like Belgians pre ESC. Well, and then you know, I mean, there's. I uh, learned. I don't think they know what waffles are. Just gonna put that out there, dude. Belgian waffles are a legit a thing, Carlos. And they're, they're so a good. good. We're like, but Belgian waffles, as as they sit in America, are. A whole different. No, oh, yeah, no. Belgian waffles in America suck. Belgian waffles require yeast. Yes, they need. To they need to be a risen taste dough. Yeasty. They need to be risen. Yeah. Anyway, we're yeah. talking about beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I would love to talk about waffles all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I. I don't know, man. I. I can't, where were we going with this? I can't remember. I can't remember where we we're going. With well, this, we're going with some, Gordon's some shit to say. Yeah, is where we're going. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's going to be a six, but no, I just don't recognize <laughs> the name of the beer that you mentioned. The Orval. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, six. 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 All right. Um, I'll give it a seven. This is a very well-made beer. It's a really good black IPA. It's not overly citrusy. I've seen people try to shove, uh, like. Not New World, but uh, like Australian and New Zealand hops and black IPAs, Ugh. like those melony and mango characters, and it just does not work. You want some, and this uses like it was what uh, Citron Amarillo, yeah. Which I Man, mean, I, 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 that blend I, is great. Like when yeah. you smell the nose on this beer, like if, if if all you're smelling is the hops, it's just. Oh. Yeah, it's so good. But I would, then I would, a little I roast. would, I would rather have something like some Willamette in there, mm-hmm. or even like Fuggle and EKG. Yeah, I think would be perfect. You get, you get like a falseness of of dry character on this from the roast, from the roast, but also like this is the to, to me any IPA should be pretty highly attenuated, like not yeah. you know sub ten or anything, but like I mean we're talking like I don't think there's an IPA that I have made. That I haven't thrown some like table sugar or some decks in. So, have you, any of you guys tried one of those orange chocolate oranges things? Yeah, you slam on the table. Yeah, that's this. that's what just kind of remind me of this yeah. right out the gate. Just a little too much. Oh, roast. okay. Whack and unwrap. Yeah, <laughs> you got to whack and wrap, dude. I mean, you don't have to. Like right, you just uh, said, whack and wrap. I did. Is that like um, the whack and wrap? Yeah, I did whack. the whack and wrap, man. Okay. You do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> yeah, Carlos is bored. He's looking at his phone. I might not. I'm <laughs> not ordering vinyls right now. Oh. Don't put that on. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh wait, I have buttons. I gotta press and. <laughs> nope, that's the wrong button. Oh. Found it. And now, the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. All right, so every once in a while, I think back on my childhood in small town Ellsworth, Wisconsin, and think, oh, you know, that was a great time. Then I read the local police beat (laughs) (laughs) and think, oh, shit. So just a, just a few samples from this week's Ellsworth uh, police beat just to uh, make me realize that I don't miss living there. Um, we have a domestic scare. Uh, police received a call at 3.49 p.m. that a person was on his way to an address 
uh, on South Piety Street, armed with a shotgun, and was going to kill his mother and sister and himself. On arrival of the residence, the vehicle described by the uh, complainant was not at the residence. Uh, Hudson police located the suspect's vehicle in Hudson. So apparently, he was in Ellsworth, drove 30 minutes away to Hudson, and sobered up a little bit. Uh, then there was some juvenile, uh, or no, I'm sorry, uh, some neighborhood disputes. Uh, so police were dispatched to the 200 block of Plum Street mm. for a dispute between two males. One male had allegedly thrown two cans with a rope between them onto a cable line going to the complaint's house. What? Like tin cans with strings? Or? Yep. And then what? Literally tin cans with strings. The complainant said that his neighbors witnessed the incident. Were they 70? <laughs> he requested the first man remove the clan, the cans. Police attempted to contact the alleged can thrower, but were unsuccessful. They did not try just talking through the cans to the other dude. We could have talked it out. Right? <laughs> you, they sound really... Usually, usually I can break this kind of shit down and, and tell you what's maybe going on here, but in this case, no, I don't have a fucking clue what's going on. I think they saw one too many uh, showings of the uh, the three ninjas, <laughs> and <laughs> do they? Throw, and they were just going. Rocky that is a, loves. That is Emily. a good movie. Rocky loves. So I'm just Emily. curious. Emily. Yeah. So this I'm just curious. Good, does three ninjas have like some nunchucks that are made out of cans and some string? No, no. But in there, uh, Rocky talk, and Emily I mean. have a have a system of cans and strings set up between their houses. Yeah. And By a system, do you mean like it's more than just one? No, it's just one. It's just the one, all right. Yeah, but it, it's on like a hinge, kind of like our microphones. Okay. That's, that, seem, that seems like it would constitute a system. Because it has a shock mount. All right. Yeah. And then one of the kidnappers, the, the kidnappers goes in there and goes like, calling all cars, calling all cars. No, wait, why were they kidnapping? Oh, because they were sent there uh, to kidnap. But then they put live in the soda. Why were they kidnapping a child? Well, because... They were kidnapping three children. Yeah, because... That's they were ninjas. ninjas. The, the ninja grandparent guy who taught the kids to be ninjas, like, yeah, they who were Yeah, gave them names like him. Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. Tum Oh, so, like, it's beca- all because their grandfather's dark and shady yeah, past. So they each, exactly. They each had their own kabuki mask. And then knockoff Steven Seagal <laughs> wanted to kill oh. their grandpa. <laughs> Oh, God. If you want to listen to a, a good podcast. That was uh, the bad guy. Did he, like, start. Th- so, like, was his method of fighting having everybody just start throwing themselves away from him as he, like, yeah. gently moves his hand? No, actually, he just had an entire school of ninjas. So he technically was fighting better than Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Behind the Bastards with Robert Evans, Steven Seagal, two parts. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. You need to listen to podcasts about fucking Steven Skull. He is a nutsack. He is yeah. super Total crazy. nutsack. I mean, like, even worse than you thought. All right. Um, an Ellsworth High School student was cited uh, by mail at 8.08 a.m. for being truant for five days. Oh. These are things that make it into the actual newspaper. How old was this dude? I don't know. He's in high school. Okay. Um, an EHS student was cited at 12.03 p.m. Uh, for an e-cigarette violation, the e-cig fell out of his pocket. You know, you don't have to worry about being truant if you get, just get suspended in the first place. 
Right. Um, a man uh, found looking into the windows of a bank at 12.54 a.m. Uh, was cited. He said he was just looking at the new bank to see how nice it was. <laughs> hey, now, now, to be fair, I've been in a similar situation, except there's a diner <clears throat> in the town that I grew up in. And it was closed down, and I this was kind of poking in my head, and the cop came by. Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I used to eat here back when it was called Mom's. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, like before I could actually I see I just want to see window. how nice it is. No, I wanted to see, like, what happened, because it changed... It, Ma passed, and then her daughter Sue took it over, and now it's called whatever Main Street Diner or something. Did Sue like screw it all up? I was gone. Oh, yep. So no, yeah, no. So I definitely do not miss living in a small town <laughs> <laughs> where that is the shit that makes it to the news, babe. All right, a Russian man uh, begged a judge to let his girlfriend go free after she stabbed him thirteen times, almost killing him. Oh, he wanted her to be released so they could get married. Nope. According to reports, he proposed to her in court at her sen- sentencing. At the time of the attack, the man named Shakur managed to escape his attacker. Uh, attacker. She, fa- she faced the judge to be sentenced. Uh, Shakur apparently proposed to the woman and begged for the judge for leniency so they could arrange their marriage. The judge reportedly postponed the sentencing. This story was reported by Fox News in Tampa, Florida. Oh, here we go. They're trying so hard not to be the worst place. (laughs) (laughs) All eyes on me. (laughs) Tupac, shut up. (laughs) If she stabs you more than once, not an accident. Yep. I mean, even once is iffy, but more than once, she did it again. He might be into it, though. Stabbing? Being stabbed, yeah. Hey, you never know. Might be a really big turn on for him. I mean, people or are into stuff. Keeps things alive in the bat- bedroom for a little <laughs> people while. People are into stuff. What if they felt... The, what if Carlos, stabbing does not keep things alive. It keeps things alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he made that metaphorically, like in the bedroom. You know. I mean, it doesn't keep you literally oh, alive for very God, long. I just keep thinking about that time that you stabbed me. It's making me so horny. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to do it 13 times. I, I mean, mean, you got a little carried away. How you lose, like, enough blood, in which case you're not... That, you're not Time would have been, yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you lose enough, you, lose enough, you can't get it up. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> how did how did Unfilter put it up in Pitchfork? Uh, have too many whiskey cokes, and all of a sudden you're pushing rope. You gotta stick your thumb down there. <laughs> so Kmart on Sprague in Seattle is closing, or not Seattle, uh, uh, Tacoma, uh, it, in Sprague is closing, and. With it, so is the Little Caesars Pizza. U-Haul is planning on taking over the lease and moving into the building, but one man doesn't want to lose his hot and ready pizza. Eric Hennies launched a campaign on Facebook to save the pizza franchise located on East Sprague Avenue. I saw it on the news and I was like, No, Little Caesars. You're going to be gone. Where am I going to get my pizza? Where am I going to get my hot and readies? And I think I probably, or I think it was probably later that day or the day after, that I started the Facebook page, Save Little Caesars, Henny said. Now, what was he, his name? What was it Steve? Uh, it is Eric. Why are you well, gonna, Steve. You're going to go now, like <laughs> You're going to go like his page? Now, Steve, I, I understand where you're coming from here, all right? I get it. Like, it's you get a pizza, you go in there, and it's cheap. It is like five and a half dollars. And it's ready. To get a pizza. It's and ready, it's ready and also what? Also, you. what is it also besides ready? 
ready in to get I hot. Don't know. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot, hot and ready. ready. Yeah. What did you say? So, Steve, in. I understand. <laughs> I understand how how you might be a little bummed about this, but you also have to realize, Steve, that this pizza is not very good. This is some advice for you. This no, is bad pizza. But after but, six months of sitting in a in a uh, basement, even though it's hard as a rock, it still tastes like pizza. Yeah. So he and other supporters were out in the parking lot Tuesday handing out free pizza and flyers for a candlelight vigil at the location <laughs> oh. at 5.30 p.m. Come on. Uh, on February 2nd, the store's last day of operation. Henny's, who is wearing a toga when he spoke to Creme 2 News, is also leading what he calls a 21-day pizza salute in honor of the store. A little Caesars has been my savior, Henny said. When I'm working 15-hour days, what am I going to do? Go home and make a pizza for two hours, or go home and sleep for four and go back to work for another fifteen. Bro, it doesn't no, take two hours to make a pizza. I can't do that. I'm broke. Where else am I gonna go? I gotta go to Little Caesars. I get Steve. I understand completely where you're coming from. Here. His name isn't Steve. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Eric. Well, you can. I get like you can order from Domino's if you really want a cheap pizza too, but they tack on that delivery fee. It's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Then when you're broke, you just don't really want to go through that. But Steve, it's very bad pizza. Every time I go to Little Caesars, it's on point. I don't have a ratio problem here. The ratio is always right. My dough is in a circle, my sauce is in a slightly smaller circle, and my cheese is in a slightly smaller circle, just the way pizza should be. That's right, Steve. That's you just described a pizza. Oh my god. Pizza purists. That's not a pizza purist. That's a crazy person. Yeah, he didn't say the sauce had to be you tomato, don't so want it's not your, You don't want your cheese to be in a smaller circle than your sauce? Yeah, but... <laughs> isn't it usually, though? No. No, if if you're it's dough, if you, which has the biggest, circle. and if you get if you get like the flat crust or like the uh, what is it, the Midwest style where it's like cut in squares, your sauce and your cheese run right up to the end Whoa, of the crust. Squares are Midwest. Yeah. Really? What? Yeah. Can I get squares in other places? Not really. Wow. You know, Why do you like, think well, that is? Well, so, like, and they, they keep trying to, like, redefine, like, some people call it Minnesota. It's just Midwest style. Hmm. Like, is, is what I call it. Like, I would just whatever. Call it squares versus triangles. No, no, because, uh, square like, New York style pizza, you're never going to get in a square. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you get your uh, your deep dish about, pizza like, comes in. I mean, it's a rectangle, well, it's like but a it's different. Pan. Like, yeah. That's situation yeah like a but yeah no your 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 circular pizza cut in squares that's midwest hands down huh. learn something new every day i didn't realize that was the part of the story that was going to blow everybody's mind <laughs> i don't know it what is the sense. story about again i'm pretty sure uh <laughs> steve's love of little caesar's oh, it's not steve it's eric it's eric <laughs> <laughs> I hate this show. Right, <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> a GOP lawmaker has a novel idea uh, for how a border wall with Mexico should be funded. Force every Arizonan who wants to access pornographic material on an electronic device to pay $20. Republican <laughs> Rep- Representative Gail Griffin 
uh, from Hereford, has introduced House Bill 2444, which would make distributors of devices that allow access to the internet, uh, install software to make offending material not viewable. To remove the blocking software, a person should have to pay $20 to the state. Those distributors, which include both manufacturers and retailers, would also be able to impose their own fees for moving the blocker. It's pretty clearly un- unconstitutional, said Mike uh, Stabile. Stable? A spokesperson for the a spokesperson uh, for the Free Speech Coalition. The Free Speech Coalition is a nonprofit that lobbies on behalf of adult on behalf of the adult ten- entertainment industry. The bill is not something new uh, to the adult entertainment industry, but the border wall twist is new. Stable said. Similar bills have been proposed in uh, recent years in Virginia, Kentucky, Alabama, Utah, Rhode Island, and South Carolina. The bill also appears to be connected to a prominent anti-gay activist who is most famously known for attempting to marry his computer in protest over gay marriage. Bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't tax porn that way. Yeah, you you kind of lost me after that, because I don't, it's... <sighs> like, the, these these are people that, like, are in elected office, and, and they're, like, coming up with shit like this. Like, I feel like a couple fucking teenagers came up with this and just... I'm still on the whole bandwagon that everybody in the room should be part of elected I office. I don't want I think we would do have... A, I think uh, we would have a lot of fun. I don't want to make, make a callback to the last episode, but like this... Who is it? Who is it? A senator that made this bill? Uh, this was a representative. Representative? This just... It just stinks of two kids... And a trench coat <laughs> on each other's shoulders. I'm sorry. Like, that I'm was, sorry. I didn't mean to bring it back. That that was one of the best ongoing jokes we've ever had in a show, and I'm glad to keep that going because that is. It, I won't do it again. But I'm just. That's two Republicans in a trench coat. On. <laughs> well, that sounds like to me. And then they went to the store and got some Big League Chew and a couple of bottles of Mountain Dew. Yeah. They can't have Big League Chew. Why? Uh, because that would promote uh, tobacco use. Unless they're in a southern state, then it's fine. Big League Chew was great. Yeah. It was a pouch full of bubble gum. Well, but it lasted the same amount of time as, like, that zebra stripe gum. (laughs) It did not last very long. Or bazooka. And you got a fun comic with bazooka. Yeah. It it lasts not as long as bazooka. Yeah, because bazooka was hard because it's stale as shit on the shelves. Yeah. (laughs) Just like hubba bubba. Like baseball card. (laughs) Baseball card gum. Anyway. All right. Uh, from soft rock smash to karaoke staple to internet bait, the shelf life of Toto's 1982 smash Africa has reached remarkable, unexpected, unexpected lengths. Perhaps it has finally reached its logical conclusion with one multimedia artist's new sound installation, which plays the 1982 smash on loop until the end of time. Nice. Deep in the coastal Nab- Namib desert. Nabian German artist Max Seidenstolpf uh, installed Toto Forever late last December while back home with his family in Nambia. Finally. I didn't uh, know it was supposed to last forever. Six speakers are placed atop individual plinths attached to an MP3 player that contains only the song Africa. Uh, the entire thing is powered by solar energy with the promise that it will run for eternity. He writes that it was inspired by the online resurgence of interest in the song spurred by benevolent Twitter bots, a Reddit page dedicated to the song, and an unexpected covers uh, from pop artists spanning from Pitbull to the Rascals and Weezer. Oh, Pitbull is the shit, man. Hell yeah. I'm just kidding. 
I did not realize that Brian was a Pitbull fan. Uh, I know he's cover, a person. <laughs> the latter cover with Just a Silly Video starring Weird Al Yankovic uh, was the band's first single to top Billboard's Alternative Songs charts in more more than a decade. That's kind of a bummer. Weezer's first like song to top the charts was a cover of Toto. Well, I mean, it is Weezer. Like, yeah. Well, actually, I'm surprised. Like, I thought they had... Well, wait... Yeah, I guess it has been a decade. Yeah, I am yeah. old. <laughs> hey, Carlos, you're three decades old now. Yeah. As of Tuesday, not Monday. Yes, yeah, as of Tuesday. <laughs> Did you have a birthday recently? Or <laughs> Hello? Or do you remember? I was very intrigued by this and wanted to play the song. Uh, pay the song the ultimate homage and physically exhibit Africa in Africa. Seiden Stolp said to NPR, the Nambian Desert, which is uh, with 55 million years, the oldest deserts in the world, seems to be the perfect... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The, <laughs> the oldest desert in the world? Yeah. I mean, like... Okay. Name an older one. I don't know. I thought Antarctica was pretty old. Uh, is that a desert? It's a desert. It is no, a desert. that's a tundra. It's, no, no, it's, it's still a, it's a type of desert. It's a, yeah. Well, then y- you guys can contact this artist and tell him he's wrong. Yeah, we're gonna, I, and we're also gonna tell him that he shouldn't have fucking picked Toto's Africa, which is a good song. And he I should have picked that song by Rick Astley. Yeah, but what does that have to do with Africa? Nothing. Yeah, but see, this one actually has something to do with Africa, which I don't is why care. I hit it. Now in I've African seen desert. a picture. Really I've care. seen a picture. Of, uh, <laughs> I've seen a picture. He of chose his, the wrong song of this uh, of his setup that he had, and it does not look like it's going to last eternity. No, it's not going to last. Well, I mean, uh, good one sandstorm comes in, and it's going to be just knocked down. It's not going to last. It's oh. it's not. But he's an artist, not not an engineer. He misses the rain. You don't have to be an engineer to know how stuff does not last. Uh, well, I mean, uh, okay. So intrepid fans that might want to hunt down the shrine to Toto and those devout enough to embark on the journey. Uh, Seidenhopf has enclosed a map detailing the site of the installation, but he cautions that Fairweather fans may have not much luck finding it. The installation is supposed to be a bit like a treasure that only the most loyal Toto fans can find. Oh, this is how we get uh, Nicolas Cage in, into the fold here. <laughs> oh, it's a national treasure. Correct. <laughs> I'm going to steal <laughs> the MP3. I'm going to steal the MP3. Of Toto Africa. Of Toto uh-huh. Uh, a new car. Oh, shit. So a customer who kicked the taxi driver out of his car uh, and said, it's my turn to drive, has been jailed for nine months. <laughs> what? Uh, Belfast Magistrates Court heard Michael Mallon, age 27, carried out the assault after refusing to pay for a fare. Imposing the maximum available sentence, District Judge Mark Hamill said... Not that Mark Hamill. <laughs> New story uh, I was, over. <laughs> I was really hoping he had this little side gig where he also was As a an judge. Irish judge. <laughs> uh, this man soars over the custody threshold. Mallon of Summerhill Drive in the Dunmurray area was convicted of common assault, disorderly behavior, criminal damage, and obtaining services dishonestly. Prosecutors said he got into a taxi last August and asked to be taken to a location in the city. He then changed his mind and requested a different destination, but became abusive when the cost, uh, with the cost of the fare. Amid concerns, uh, his passenger was not going to pay. The driver headed towards a police station. Uh, the court was told that after the car came to a stop, Mellon used his foot to push him out. He said, it's my turn to drive. <laughs> <laughs> just push right. him out of the car. <laughs> 
Police were alerted and removed uh, Mallon from the vehicle while he swore incoherently. Well, he's Irish. Mm. Uh, he was searched and a small bag of herbal cannabis was seized from him. Uh... <laughs> Defense barrister Luke Curran stressed he, uh, there was no allegation of Mellon attempting to take the taxi. Counsel said his client accepted that there had been a heated exchange with the driver and that though, and that he had thought it would be more secure for him to remain in the car. But Mr. Hamill emphasized the seriousness of assaulting anyone providing a public service. So apparently, you cannot just kick somebody out of their own car and say it's your turn to drive. <laughs> but what if you... What if he had paid, though, instead of, like, his strategy of not Just, paid. like, thrown money at him while he's kicking him out of the car? Yeah. My turn! He probably owes him a little bit more money, He wouldn't be like, in jail as long, right? Probably not, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, so if you just include the tip, like, you don't tip cabs in Europe, so... Yeah? You just pay him? Yeah. Oh. Speaking of, uh, well, cabs, though. There, there's, there's no tipping culture in Europe. I, uh... Yeah, I recently found out that like uh, Uber, uh, as far as like uh, so it's like surge pr- pricing. I figured like some of that like went to the driver. It, it does not at no, all. No, no. Which well because like there's like for the longest time when we went down to Indianapolis like uh, and like I like I ordered like a ride to get us down to the place and then like we got hit with surge pricing after like I put it, the order in. So all of a sudden like the bill shot up to fifty dollars instead of fifteen, uh, which was exciting. Uh, it turns out, like, I thought, like, I always had this, like, thought in my mind. Did they, like, take their time just so, like, we get no, hit no, with surge no. pricing? Like, no, because they don't have any control over yeah. that. Uh, fun fact, our own uh, Pete has become a Lyft driver. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. yeah. He uh, he once, he told me, uh, he, t- he got his first uh, Lyft driver uh, re- reception, but decided he didn't want to leave his uh, house, so he turned it off. Wow. <laughs> I uh, can't say I'm surprised. Jesus. That sounds like Pete. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. 100% Pete. All right. Uh, so the only total lunar eclipse of the year will make its appearance tonight, Sunday night. And even if the weather isn't cooperating where you live, you can watch it online. A super blood wolf moon will appear on January 20th to 21st. It will be visible uh, to the entirety of North and South America. Ah, uh, yes. The blood moon signaling yes. signaling the end of the world. Hey, super ben, blood, once again. Super blood wolf moon. Let's, oh, be, let's oh, be clear here. All right. Fair enough. Now, it's not quite as great as the hyper super blood moon. <laughs> The, Where, uh, the eclipse is referred to the, as the super the blood moon. turned to blood. Super because it will be the closest to Earth uh, in its orbit during the full moon, and blood because the total lunar eclipse will give the moon a reddish hue. As opposed mm. to the hyper super blood moon, where the seas turn to blood. It takes the wolf name Milk from Native American the- traditions. <laughs> Would you like to appropriate any other culture during this, Carlos? <laughs> Nope. The milk will curdle <laughs> in the cow's udders. <laughs> oh, God. All right, here's the timeline for the oh. lunar eclipse, yeah. if anybody cares. Uh, at 9.36 uh, p.m. Eastern, or uh, 8.36 p.m. Central, which is about an hour from now, the moon starts to dim slightly for the next 57 minutes as it moves deeper into the shadow. At 10.33 p.m. Eastern, or 9.30 p.m. 9.33 CST, 
Uh, I'm just going to read CST from now on. Uh, the edge of the moon will be in the inner part of the Earth's shadow. From 10.41 p.m. CST, the moon will be completely in the shadow, uh, marking the beginning of the total lunar eclipse. At 11.12... Uh, will be the moment of greatest eclipse. And at 11.43, the edge of the moon will be exiting the inner shadow and moving to the outer shadow, marking the end of the eclipse. So uh, anybody here in the studio, um, just kind of keep an eye on that on your way home. You can no, really. see a badass moon tonight. You've been able to see it since about 4.30. <clears throat> oh, it's been right on the horizon. It's been amazing. There's a badass moon out there right now. Super there's Hi- a hyper blood. Wait, Carlos, would, you, would you say that there's a bad moon rising? <laughs> well, I, I would say. I would say that what like it'd be a total eclipse of the heart to be looking at it. Oh, oh boy! Is that the song that you would play forever, uh, Carlos, in the desert? Yeah, I wouldn't play it forever. I'm just during eclipses. Right, I'd only play it for half of eternity. Fine. <laughs> All right. We're an hour in. Should we do our discussion? Yeah. Probably do our discussion yeah. now. All right. We are going to uh, invent a cult because we need uh, another source of income. Oh. Yeah. And why else would you make a cult except to make money? I mean, that's the only reason to make a cult. Yeah. So, uh, Carlos, you've put the most thought into this, I think. <laughs> Which was like a minute or two. Again, the oh, most. God. This is... Okay, so if you are if you guys are regular listeners, this is like... This epitomizes... Classic Carlos. This entire episode, the whole thing. Wait, wait. I, really? Can you elaborate? No, you need no because just go back and listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not. I will not elaborate. So Brian was in on the uh, the discussion or the discussion for the discussion topic today because he joined us for lunch, yeah. which is when we decide what we're going to talk about. I basically was like, we can't do Nicholas Cage again, and then we talk about Nicholas Cage for an hour. <laughs> we talk about yeah. <laughs> Throughout our discussion of what our topic is going to be, he's a national treasure. Yes, <laughs> you understand. <laughs> all right, Carlos. What is our what is our cult about? All right, so you you give us the basis of our cult, and we'll just kind of build from there. Well, here's the thing, though. Our first step for our cult is we have to have like something. You said there's a wiki how, right? Yeah, on no how way. to start a cult. <laughs> of course. No, the, you have to, like, the first thing, it's like, its first step is choose a subject or activity that improves your life. All right, we're going so to ignore the improve your life. No. we got to choose something that is a little vapid that people will believe that is going to be the surface belief of our cult. Bro, there's a lot of fat people. I mean, maybe it could be, like, weight loss. Uh, no, no, there's already a bunch of those. Weight Watchers exist. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we <gotta speak. laughs> All right, so Carlos, what, what is our belief? Well, we should like workshop it. Like, here's an idea. Maybe like uh, we believe that the uh, the pineapple is the perfect form, the perfect shape. I mean, you're not galaxy. wrong. A pineapple is a great <laughs> in the universe. Fruit. It's super versatile. You can put it in cake. You can put it in pie. You can just eat it plain. You can put uh, it on it, a pizza. Absolutely. Yeah, put it on yeah. pizza. You can. And I will only it, agree it def- to join this def- cult if Carlos succeeds to that. It, no. it goes great on pizza. It goes in drinks. Um, it, it can, you can drink itself. out of it. This is drink out of it. Does it go like, on a cinnamon a bun? The cult. I. I don't think the cult should <laughs> care about. Uh, the cult should not care how a pineapple tastes, though. It's you, all Gordon. about the shit. Got you. It's, it's all about, about the, the shit. shit. Oh wait, this isn't the cult of the pineapple. The non-Euclidean features of the pineapple. Oh, here we go. What? What? What is the non-Euclidean feature? I'd of have pineapple? to Google that. Which that's going to be really once you get away. deeper in the cult. <laughs> no, but what it, the cult is really about? No, 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 no. So Euclidean, you're talking about geometry, right? Yes. <laughs> 
a pineapple is 100% Euclidean. Yeah. That's not. What? It We're, is, too. Because we all make up stuff no. about how it's not. But it is. Like, the non-Euclidean geometry of a pineapple. There you, is no non-Euclidean geometry to a pineapple. It is when you look at it right. No, it's Euclidean. <laughs> I feel like this is a discussion for the next time you guys are both on acid together. <laughs> how about we move on? <laughs> yeah, because okay. the Carlos, belief- we're, we're stopping you there. This is the cult of the pineapple. Right. <laughs> now, no one stops Carlos! But that's just the surface. It's just the belief in the pineapple. The deeper layer of it, though, that once people get into it. Now, here's the thing. Like, we are not L. Ron Hubbard and can make up a phony religion just like that. Oh, well, I literally think we just did. I think that's what we're trying no, to do. No, but he has a, he had literature, and we don't have literature, so we're going to steal somebody else's literature. Can't we just use psych? We're going to use H.P. Lovecraft literature, oh. and we're going to say, that's real, except, you know, but the racist, racist stuff. Oh, yeah, we're going to be pretty clear, though, that that racist stuff, I mean... He wasn't right about that stuff, but everything else that's not that was not super racist. Actually, no, that that works. Yeah, that's how the Bible works, right? That yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, so we say like we say that his works all true. Near Lathotep, non Euclidean geometry, ultra abominations, all true, and the pineapple is just the symbol to get. Pull people in. Can Especially anybody else please interrupt him? Yeah, can, can there be a, like a like an all seeing eye in the middle of the pineapple or anything? Yeah, like in the symbol. Perfect. Wait, the hang real on. question right I, now. How do, you, how do you plant a new pineapple? How do you plant one? I don't know yeah. how that works. Yeah. Is that like you bananas? Take a pineapple, put it in the ground. You don't really plant them. They just do you put the, do you put the whole pineapple out, in the ground or space? I think so. I no. I, I know. You, I know you can grow a new or pineapple. You can like cut the top off. Plant from like just the top of the pineapple. Yeah. Yep. The real question here is. What's the initiation to get into this call? question here. You shove a pineapple <laughs> up their ass. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> uh, which, uh, which end goes in first? Here's the thing, though. Once you leaves, start prickly first. <laughs> no, you need the leaves to pull it up. That's the handle. Oh. Now, I'm assuming that all of us who are part of making the form of this call in the first place we don't want to have to shove a pineapple for our own asses, correct? No, just the leader. No, of the we don't have does. to. But like when the cult's Carlos. small, though, <laughs> we, we have to, when the cult's small, we still have to partake. It's only Wait. when the cult gets bigger and more secretive that we can just start skipping some of those. Hang practices. on a second here. Let's rewind. You just said something that I disagree with. Well, now. Then we have to shove a, Carl- a pineapple. No, that Carlos, Carlos is the leader of the cult. No, no. all of <laughs> us. He's the figurehead. Oh no, no, no. The pineapple. You have to have something charismatic to be the figurehead, which we'll get to. So, anyways, well, Ben's out. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody in this room is yeah. so, so let's see. Step three on do the we, Oh, we all we need to do is seduce a celebrity. I met one in an Uber. No, no, because uh, no. here's the thing. Whoever you choose to be the charismatic leader also has to be somebody that you're not worried about stealing the power. They have to believe in the cult. Tom Cruise. Like I said, I nope. met one in an Uber. I have a good I have a vote. Oh, yeah. He bought oh, himself. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I'll say he already that. has the castles. You can well, hurt him. So yeah, does that mean our holy shrine is Toto's thing out in whatever yes. desert? Try some pineapple. Uh, I mean, desert. Toto in Africa do not have anything to do with pineapples. Well, we're, <laughs> so I'm down. We're introducing them. <laughs> it would, yeah, actually, getting Nicholas Cage wouldn't be that because you just treat it as a a film role. He's so the whole time. Carlos, he you were film. This this entire day, Carlos found out that the only reason we don't have Nicholas Cage on the show is we haven't offered him any money. 
you just have to convince him that he's coming on for a movie. And this movie is just a long-term deal where he pretends to be <laughs> to a, be a, a cult, cult leader. leader. Yeah, a charismatic. What happens leader. when he figures it out? Are you going to take out Nicolas Cage? Because I'm not. Yeah. I respect him too much. We're rehashing Fargo, except it's going to be in River Falls, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a wood chip. Oh, that's, uh, I'm just counting on that method acting to pull him in. All right. Yeah, but you have a chainsaw that's close enough. That is true. So, uh, the third step of uh, making a cult is to pick something you think will benefit others. Well, oh, I think we were only on step three. Yeah, uh, step four. <laughs> learn as no, no, much as possible. No, no, no. How are pineapples benefiting <laughs> others? It was just it's more of a symbolic Food? thing, Casey. But not including geometry. No, it has to benefit others. Can we just, like, take the goop thing and be like, if you do this with a pineapple, it does antioxidants or something? No. It should be that. (laughs) By gazing upon a pineapple every day for at least an hour, you will do better at your job, at your work, Uh, at all that stuff. Meditate on the pineapple. This is how the all-seeing eye works into the pineapple. As you gaze into the pineapple, the pineapple gazes into you. All right. I'm down. I like this. I don't want the pineapple gazing at me. You don't get a choice <laughs> from, from the inside. But you're on the inside. You know it's bullshit. You know it's bullshit. You can just right. put it on a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> so and eat the pineapple. The fourth step on like the WikiHow is to learn as much as possible about your obsession. Well, we're making shit up, and we're also including HP Love. Also, we know how to grow pineapples now. You cut uh, the top no, off and shove them in a jar. No, 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 you separate the leaves from the seed. That's what we just place did. it in water. That's what we just did in a jar. And in a few weeks, roots will sprout. Uh huh. And and then you you stuff it in the dirt. No, you can plant it, not stuff it. Plant it (laughs) into the dirt. What's the difference between planting and stuffing? Uh, Showing respect for the Lord and Savior pineapple. Show me a. And the ritual must be complete. And he's right. We need to know as much as possible about pineapples, too. Like, we have to know all about pineapples and their non-Euclidean geometry. No, they're Euclidean! <laughs> and that they're not called pineapples so, anywhere yeah. in the world except for the U.S. What are they called? Uh, fuck. Christ. Uh, is it a better word? Uh, Probably. Yes. Is it more H.P. Lovecraftian? <laughs> Yeah, probably. Actually. You can just say Lovecraftian. Tentacles. You don't have to like Hewlett Packard it. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that's what HP stands for. Ananas? A N A N A S. Oh, no. B A N A N A S. No, that's not going to work. Also, we're going to have to have come the up with our own Ananas. name for pineapples within like the cult. Make up something that sounds uh, Pie Eldritch. No, it's got to sound like something that can't, should not be a, a string of consonants and vowels that should never be. Kafruit. <laughs> Kafruit, Lou? Uh, all right, we'll go, we'll go with Kafruit for now. <laughs> no, I like Ben's Kafruit, Lou. Kafruit, Lou? All right. Kafruit, Lou. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's a pineapple with tentacles. So, yeah, well, we, and like, the, it and that's does. what it is. <clears throat> it's upside down. <laughs> Let's see. Is that so, how we display it? That we have to display the pineapple yeah, you know, upside the pineapple down. The pineapple's always upside down because that's where yeah. the pinnacles are. Much like we didn't know that it was called something else everywhere else, we also didn't know that it's supposed to go upside down. Right? Le- leafy ah. bits down. Huh? Leafy bits down. Right. Yep. So we've already talked about uh, choosing a leader for the group. Now you have to establish rules for the cult. 
what are kind of some of the rules that our cult would follow? Pineapple what? only diet. No, no, that's pineapple. We want our people to survive. Yeah, no, no, no. It has to just like so you can have like a hamburger, but it has to have a pineapple. Or on maybe it. You can have pizza, but it has a pineapple on it. Or maybe mm. we take it the other way. You have uh, you have a drink, but it has a pineapple. They make uh, just a lot of pina coladas and Hawaiian pizza in our. Or as maybe long as we can drink it out of the pineapple. So, yep. or maybe they can. So, like maybe they're only allowed to partake intake the uh, pineapple in ceremony, like through a ritual. Oh, no. yeah. That's no. Like, no. So like that's pineapple what, communion? That's what you do yeah. with the pineapple like you, that comes so out of your butthole. So you have to, like, do a, a special prayer <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the butthole pineapple. You have to I pray. honestly forgot about that. You have to pray to Kafrutlu before you eat your your uh, kid, your uh, Hawaiian pizza. Fine, can fine. We, can we release a breakfast cereal called Kafrutlu? <laughs> Merchandising is very important because it gets more money. That's how, we, that's how we go mainstream. That's all that the cult's about. It's not about... It's not about making people happier. It's about getting more money in our pockets. So yeah, Fruit Loops are definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I like Fruit Loops on a pizza <laughs> with a non-Euclidean shape. No, like- the Euclidean. <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> hey, we can only see the Euclidean parts of it, but we we are not able to understand. The non-Euclidean parts, unless you do the hour-long meditations every day. All right, Carlos has to be the leader of the cult. Yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other rules that we want to? Uh, I call Deacon. Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I be like the Viscount? Wait, hang on. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Who is writing the text? What? No. Well, that's the next. That's the next step. We have to write a, a body of text. Yeah, manifesto. No, that's not that's not hard. Like we're we're right now. We're all kind of working together. What the text would be? We're going for an illiterate call. Well, actually, what kind of format do we want the text to take? Audio. Audio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. The medium is going to be audio. Got that. <laughs> but like, uh, do we want it to be like a a nice kind of like a relaxation tape type thing, or like they're just calmly telling you about. Kafruit. <laughs> Kafruit loop. Kafruit loop. The Kafruit is inside you. Stare upon <laughs> Look deep within your butthole. I nominate Brian as the narrator of the Kafruit tapes. I will Kafruit the, you the all gospel, day long. The gospel of Kafruit Lu, as it will be known from now until eternity. He has spoken Stare. to me personally. <laughs> Stare upon the non-Euclidean geometry. That's right, Carlos. You are not the narrator of Kafruit Lu. <laughs> So yeah, you so it's like coming up with like pamphlets and stuff. Uh, finding we, a place to worship though, you like, can worship on a park bench or practice. Yeah, you could you can worship anywhere. Anywhere with a pineapple. You bring a pineapple with you, <laughs> as long as you're holding it upside down. Mm-hmm. Grocery stores. Well, has for got your real popular, hour long meditation way. at least. Actually, what you need to do is you need to hold it upside down above your head because then all the holiness of the pineapple drips upon oh. you. I think though. <laughs> so. Yes. So one I think us. that like you your one hour long meditation, you're able to do that anywhere. There should be once a week though, group meditation, you have to do it together. And Only everyone has to face spots. Hawaii. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where pineapples come from. Three times a day. Or right? maybe that uh, is where pineapples <clears throat> come from. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I I wasn't sure I was asking. Well, <laughs> if we're gonna borrow from bananas uh, Lovecraft <laughs> You could instead meditate towards Antarctica, where the mountains of madness are located. No, but those those are not pineapples. <laughs> there's, not, there's no pineapples. Pineapples don't grow there. Yeah. 
We can just refer to the Hawaiian islands as the mountains of madness. They do spear angrily. Let's see. Why is there a droid in every one of these pictures? It's something about Star Trek or Star Wars that they had like in their... Oh, we have to come up with a slogan. Yeah. Let the pineapple flow through you. No, no. 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 Oh, wait, hang on. May the drippings go with you. Uh, I don't know, man. You're holding uh, a pineapple above your head. <laughs> I don't see any of you guys coming up with good it's gotta ideas. It's got to be something about, like, how, uh, something about how pineapples bring people together. Something like... Uh, they may be prickly on the outside, but they're delicious inside. The all-seeing pineapple is with you. Nah, it does not work either. <laughs> it may be impossible to understand the pineapple. Literally. But trying to understand it is the journey that you are on. Pineapples are non Euclidean, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what to do with this pineapple. <laughs> Little Nikki had it right all along. Uh, that's a weird reference. Well, I mean, they were shoving pineapples up Hitler's ass. That's true. <laughs> Do we have any other slogans? No. All right. <laughs> We're going to move on to... Uh, the slogan is, is there is no so slogan. So you do have to bring people in slowly. Why can't we step. bring them in quickly? Because the, we we wouldn't be prepared for that. Dude, you also, have to brainwash the peeps. You, yeah, do, wait, it hang takes on. time. Do we get you to slowly have, build your base. Do we get to have a navy like... Uh, you get big enough? Cults. Absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're getting a little too big for... A navy with no. banana Why? boats. They didn't have that many people when he had a navy. Aaron Hubbard started, started his navy pretty much immediately with like three yachts. Nice. I think he probably thought this a little bit better than fifteen minutes in a basement, though. I don't know, man. Have you read those books? <laughs> oh, but look, how, look how, how far a studio. Look how far we've gotten fifteen minutes though. <laughs> yeah, if we give this twenty. <laughs> no. Like this the world. Loo, this confront loo right might really catch up. Uh, so yeah, so like the um, the next step is. Uh, Becoming more cultish is to make sure all behavior lines up with the party platform. Cults are singular. If you're going to be a full-fledged member or even a leader of a cult, you can't be messing around watching other cults or doing things that aren't in line with the noble tenets of your cult. Make sure you and everyone else in the group realigns your priorities to fall in line with the singular-minded concepts of pineapples. So another, another thing you might want to consider is like maybe only... A, Officially sanctioned pineapples are allowed too. More expensive pineapples that they Wait, buy from only. Ah, uh, that's how we make our money. Oh well, yeah, well, you mm. buy them from Dole. Oh, yeah. we get we get sponsored by Dole. <laughs> yep, and then or we just get them and then can we start them. a whole or maybe war we, bananas? And maybe we infiltrate uh, Dole. Dole. Eventually, yeah. That's Dole the, owns yeah. bananas too. I know, that's oh. why I want to start a holy war against bananas. You can't start any infighting with their sponsor. No, you, no. You but, drive down Supply and no, 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 but see, up. but see, then we then we start to splinter cult about bananas. Oh, Ooh, um, now we have a nemesis. Yeah, and <laughs> so conflict always like brings people in. Yeah, because people have to choose sides. Then hey, are you banana or pineapple? You, you can't trust anybody who worships a banana. <laughs> That's nonsense. <laughs> That's what people say about fruit c- c- loops. <laughs> <laughs> Follow your tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> They're both very tentacly. Yeah, but one's not Euclidean. A bunch of bananas. Just regular Euclidean. 
They're both Euclidean. Oh my god! I don't think you understand how geometry works. <laughs> we are our eyes can only perceive so many dimensions. Car logic, but the geometry of a pineapple goes beyond that. You have to perceive with the mind's eye. <laughs> the the all-seeing pineapple eye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, we're done with that one. <laughs> An hour and a half. That's enough. <laughs> Guys, thanks for tuning in this week. And also, I'm sorry that you tuned in this week. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, praise Cthulhu ca- praises you. <laughs> yeah, praise Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Uh, Cthulhu. <laughs> God damn it. I can't even goddamn say it. All right. Uh,. <laughs> If you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash studios or hit up our Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, garden, shoot us an email at feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindersstudios. Follow us on Twitter at blindersquareninja. We're also on Instagram at blindersstudios. And you can find us on Twitch every Sunday at 6 p.m. at twitch.tv slash blindersstudios. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.